Hello and welcome to the GDI Podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening across the globe. My name is Sean, Senior Reporter at GDI, and each podcast I'll be chatting to a variety of fantastic guests about how their platforms, products, networks, and more are changing the lives of singles all over the world. On this week's episode of the GDI Podcast, I'm delighted to welcome Richmond Larty, founder of Couplet. He'll be telling me how the platform works and sharing advice for startup founders in a similar position. Hi Richmond, thanks for coming on the GDI podcast. Can you introduce Couplet and tell us how the platform works? Couplet is an online marketplace uh, for dating and relationship services. So users can uh, swipe to match on our online dating platform uh, just like Bumble or Tinder, uh, but they also get access to exclusive products and services to improve their matchmaking opportunities. Thank you very much. Could you tell us a bit more about these kind of other services to help them with their uh, dating opportunities? So normally dating app users, they kind of feel annoyed uh, when they hit the end of the line during a swiping session. Uh, you probably have uh, experienced that on a, an app like Tinder. So we decided to offer unlimited likes uh, with a slight twist. Uh, when users swipe over a certain limit, we actually just encourage them to view a profile in order to reset a me- the meter. We feel like that stops people from spamming uh, swipes all the time so that they're actually viewing profiles as well. We actually also allow users to rate each other uh, after they've matched. So this allows new viewers who go onto their profile to see, okay, is this person someone that I actually want to match with? You know, so that if you see a whole list of positive, uh, let's say positive uh, ratings, you know, okay, this person is genuine, they've had good feedback before, but if you see lots of negatives, you know, okay, best to avoid. We actually also offer another free feature. We uh, try to integrate metrics quite a lot in our dating app. We think that having metrics is key to understand how well you're performing. Uh, So we offer basic dating insights. So you can basically review your likes, views, and ratings. Uh, We intend to expand this feature uh, to cover more advanced metrics and use cases. Great, thank you. And I think that sounds like a really useful tool for singles to know how their kind of dating strategy is going, how their swiping could be improved, things like that. I think that would be really helpful for them. You mentioned there that you have these number of free features available. Why do you think it's important that these features are free? Do you think that there's um, kind of an issue now where a lot of services are behind a paywall on other dating apps? That's exactly it. Uh, When we first researched like competitor dating apps, uh, we noticed there were quite a lot of premium subscription based apps. And that's all right. However, the problem uh, starts when basic things start being put behind paywalls, like, oh, someone liked me, but I can't see their picture. So I end up having to swipe until I somehow stumble upon that profile or I have to pay for it. Uh, We think that these basic features should be free on all platforms. Uh, So that's why with us, we decided that our core dating features are all free. Uh, We want to remove any barrier of entry to new potential customers. And going forward, our intention is to actually keep that service free for the entire product lifetime. I think that's a really great initiative. I think, as you say, you mentioned barriers there. I think 
a lot of um, users feel like these premiums are actually barriers and potentially even stopping them from going on dates and finding matches, which is, I think, a frustrating experience. So I think that's a really interesting kind of um, decision you've made there. So I want to ask a little bit now about the journey that Couplet is on, the kind of process as a startup. So currently it's only available uh, via web browser, yep. uh, but the, the, the mobile app is in development. So could you share some advice or some lessons you've learned in the development of the app and what things you're keeping in mind moving forward? Uh, my advice uh, to any upcoming dating app founders is to probably stagger their launch. In the case of Couplet, uh, we decided to launch uh, on the web first for two reasons. Firstly, we wanted to go to market quicker uh, because if we had to do all the mobile app testing, it would have just taken up a lot more time. And what you need really is when you're starting out with your startup is you need feedback. You need to see how users interact with your product. The second one is most MVPs or most ver first version of a product are really bad. They've got lots of bugs. They've got design issues. So since we launched on the web, it's actually undergone so many changes that it's almost unrecognizable from our first version. And we wouldn't have been able to do that if we had launched on iOS, Android, and web. The main reason for that is that if you launch on iOS and Android, uh, the way the, the publishing works is that they have a review team and they have to basically check your app every single time. Every single time you upload a, a new update, they have to check your app. So this can sometimes take a few hours, but in the worst case, it can take seven days. So I didn't want to be slowed down by that process. So I decided to go with web first. And with web, there's no, there's no barriers. There's no friction. I can make as many updates as I can per day. And this is how we were able to release, I'd say, almost an update every week to every two weeks to improve the performance and experience of that. Great. That's a really interesting insight. So do you feel that because you started off with the web platform first, that actually going into the mobile version, you're in a stronger position and that you're more ready to deliver a final product in the, in the mobile app stage because you started off and made updates in the web stage first? Yeah, definitely. I feel like if I had launched on iOS and Android, I don't think that I, th I think we would have still been able to gain users. However, it would have left, I think, a bad experience for a lot of users. The first users, the first people that would have tried out our app, I think they would have had a poor experience. And this would have reflected in the App Store or Google Play Store uh, reviews. Um, the one thing that we do is we try to look at our competitor apps to see what kind of experiences people are having. We mainly focus on the negative once just to see, okay, what type of things that keep recurring. And we try to avoid that, or we try to fix that on our web version so that when we do launch on the mobile app version, we will be, I'd say 99% sure that those same issues won't happen again. But with development, you never know. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's really useful insight for, for fellow startup founders. You know, mentioned there that User, you're trying to avoid users having negative experiences. So I wanted to ask, you know, how are you helping to ensure 
users have a positive experience on the app, you know, maybe in terms of safety and that kind of uh, aspect. You know, are there any kind of key safety features that you think are really important for dating apps to have? We perform uh, weekly updates on the app, uh, mainly to fix bugs, improve UX, and introduce new features. We also do regular checks on basically, we basically have a almost like an inbuilt review system or so that people can send us uh, feedback on how they feel that their experience is on couplet. And also when they do leave, we also ask them, why did you leave? You know, um, did you not enjoy the experience? Did you, you know, find a connection with somebody? So we regularly review those. And also in terms of safety features, we are definitely looking at quite a few things that you want to integrate. When we started with the MVP, it was a bit touch and go. Uh, it was basically more manual, but we're now looking at automating a few things. Uh, in terms of what we think is key uh, for all the uh, apps to have, I'd say user verification, age verification, and background checks. I think maybe one or two of them may become mandatory in the future. So I'd say I, I would focus on those elements. Currently, we have already launched um, user verification uh, and we're uh, looking at moderation um, in terms of text, photo, uh, to uh, prevent things like nudity and other explicit content uh, being released on the platform. We have slightly dabbled in a bit of background checks, but we don't, we're still investigating if there's a solution for all markets because every different government and country works a little bit different. So I think we're, we're still trying to find out if there's an all-in-one solution. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. I think that's a really, some really good info there about what Couplet's currently looking at. Could you explain a little bit about what the user verification process is like at the moment? When a user uh, wants to verify their profile, they have to do a pose, take a picture of that. They have to copy a pose, take a picture, and uh, that gets sent to our server. Uh, we do an automated check where the the AI confirms whether their picture, their, their, the post picture matches the, the default picture on the gallery. That's check number one. Then we do also a manual check uh, whether the post actually matches with the, the example post we listed. And if both, so if the AI check and manual check uh, goes through, uh, then the user is automatically verified. We are looking into also expanding the AI check to include a, a gesture check. So instead of having a manual person look to see if the pose is matched, we can have the AI do both. You know, I'd just like to ask, you know, looking forward now, what are some objectives or goals that you have for Couplet moving forward? Our next objective is to build a service for matchmakers and relationship coaches uh, so that they can directly interact with the users on Couplet. Uh, currently, we are on the lookout for these professionals and are adding them to our wait list. Uh, we believe that this new synergy on the one platform will uh, drastically improve matching opportunities going forward. Once this is rolled out, we will continue to expand by developing new services to cover other dating needs. Well, that's really interesting. I think this is the first time I've heard of a kind of synergy like that between matchmakers and a dating app as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so with Coupler, we see it kind of like, as I said in the beginning, we see it as an online marketplace. Uh, so we don't just see it as a dating app. The dating app is the foundation 
and we want that dating foundation to spread across all industries and all needs. So we see the matchmaker side, the coach side as just one more bit of the service. It could be that going forward, we might look into things like uh, events, uh, grooming agencies so that they can check your profile, your bios. Uh, we see these as smaller microservices within the marketplace that people can gravitate to whatever their uh, actual need for is at the time. Uh, we initially got the idea actually for um, including matchmakers and relationship coaches at the GDI conference in London. Uh, we actually were networking. We spoke to a couple of uh, matchmakers and that's when the idea actually came that maybe we should actually include them uh, in, in the same, in, within the same platform because I've never seen another dating app uh, do that. I've seen matchmaking apps where there's matchmakers on the app, but I've never seen where I can just swipe in Tinder. Oh, I'm not getting a good experience. Let me just go on to the next icon. Let's say like a live chat icon, click on it, and I can speak to a matchmaker and get help. I think that that's never been done before. And that's why we think that it could change the game a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a really exciting development. And I'm happy that the GDI conference uh, helped you out there and helped you come up with this uh, interesting idea. <laughs> uh, so finally, I'd just like to, to open the floor up to you, uh, Richmond. Feel free to tell our listeners how they can keep up with the latest developments at Couplet. Beginning with me, if you'd like to uh, get in touch or just connect to talk about anything dating related, uh, then you can reach me via LinkedIn. Uh, just search for Richmond Larty, that's L-A-R-T-E-Y. You'll likely see me at the top with the profile that's black and white. If you want to look up uh, things related to Couplet, please follow our Instagram or Twitter page. Our social media and handle is at Team Couplet. Lastly, you can uh, join the app and find more information at couplet.co.uk. Fantastic. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you coming on the GDI podcast. No, thank you very much. I'm delighted to be part of uh, GDI uh, and I'm hoping that I can maybe come back again <laughs> next year uh, when there's been more significant progress. Definitely. We'd love that. Thank you so much. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for here on this episode of the GDI podcast. But I'd like to extend a massive thank you to my guest this week. Make sure you join us next time where we'll be joined by another fantastic leader from the online dating industry. We'll be having real discussions by real people about real issues. We'll see you then. But that's all for me, Sean. You've been listening to the GDI Podcast.